say about how long it take to recover? Oh, wow. Huh. Did you use muscle relaxers? It'll work or it won't work. I don't even give them anything. Fits them. Say something? Oh, no, we already said stuff. Oh, okay. uh, this is the explicit podcast. You need to be 18 years or older to listen. And if you're under 18, just don't tell me about it. You can go ahead and listen. No, don't listen. We don't want to get in trouble. I don't know if you can get in trouble for that. I told them not to listen. And then I told them to listen. Listen. Don't listen if you're under 18. Because we're old perverts. Yes. Brandon's a very old pervert. You're not going to be interested in anything we say anyways. I think that's a lie. It's kind of like those lies you tell your kids, you know. Uh, you don't lick other people. Yeah. <laughs> don't lick other people. If it goes we, in your mouth, you don't spit it out. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not a lie to half of your family. I don't know about you personally. I mean, you know. I know Jessica, if it goes in her mouth, she ain't spitting it out. That's right. But you, on the other hand, I don't know if it goes in your mouth, if you're spitting it out or not. That's... It's never going to, I'll never know, because oh, it's never going to go in my mouth. Okay, well, there you go. It's one of those things, I'll, have to, I'll take to my grave not knowing. I know, right? I feel sad for the world. I could literally be the best blowjob giver in the entire world. I mean, like, I'm talking like God-level blowjobs here, and, and no one's ever going to know. See, I feel a little sad about that. I'm Not thinking, that sad, though, that I'm willing to change it. <laughs> I think the best blowjob giver in the world is going to be some 80-year-old hot grandma with no teeth. And they can just go down on it. Wait, wait a second. 80-year-old hot. There, <laughs> there's where you lost me. 80-year-old and hot. Sorry. Not if you're 80 that you can't possibly be hot. I'm just... But I'm, I'm just... I mean, you know... I, I'm thinking like that has to, you know... Okay. Like some old porn star that's got 80 that's held up well, you know. Got... I think porn stars are probably the absolute worst at giving blowjobs. Again, something I'll probably never know. Because they're doing the whole thing for the TV. Yeah. They're probably they're probably not very good at sex because of the whole TV thing. They think you've got to stop every time, you know. Like, oh, reposition, stop, stop. Where's the fluffer? <laughs> <laughs> every time you move positions, you have to stop, walk over, wipe off a little bit, get a drink, chat with somebody holding the camera. <laughs> That's the way normal sex is. No. No. There's that one girl. Uh, i got two minutes. There's that one girl that uh, does the shows for uh, Naughty New Orleans. And, uh, classes about uh, do anal like a porn star. And part of me was thinking to myself, I don't think porn stars do anything very well. It's actually good sex. But then I was like, wait a second. What she's basically teaching people how to do is how to accept something in your ass without it causing you a bunch of pain. She's probably really good at that. So I was like, oh, well. Now, what I could have done is just went to the class. Yes. But Or sit to Angie, so you, why don't you go have a beer? Yeah, right. Yeah, no. I was like, no. I don't sit Angie anywhere, ever. <laughs> That's we not an option. Yes. Getting ready to go live for everybody else. Number seven. <clears throat> Number something. Number seven. Initializing video stream. That don't count the power hour. Go live. There we go. Oh, wow. Oh! There we are again. Yeah, you got, how do you start this again, Brandon? All right. Welcome to uh, episode number seven, A.S. Bull. I'm Brandon. I'm Jay. And, and uh, 
Well, starting out this uh, episode with something not about sex, let's give a little shout out to the Houston Astros. For the baseball? I don't care about baseball. It's a Texas team that won on the big stage. All I know about this is that the one guy is racist. See, I, I, I don't, I have not seen that. I've heard about it. I've heard there's videos, but I haven't paid much attention. Apparently, he was in a dugout doing the, uh, and yeah, which is right after the uh, owner of the Houston uh, Texans said some racist crap like a week ago. All right, Houston. It's one of the most diverse cities in Texas. <laughs> Why are racist shit going down there? We're going to get off the subject. Two That's white right. guys should not be talking right. about racism. Hey, but congratulations, Houston Astros. I and mean, all you fans, our people watching from Houston, way to go. Watch out for our Rangers next year. No. <laughs> Hang on. Before, before we start sex in the news... I want to talk to you guys about friends who stand you up. It's very dear to my heart. Soul crushing. Since I had a friend who was supposed to come hang out with us for Halloween, and <laughs> just no call, no show up. I had to I had to have sex with two girls by myself. Nobody helping. No one's no one's crying for you there. I think they are. <laughs> They're going. How did that? We need friends like that that won't show up. So that'll happen to me. <laughs> It was, I know, it was like our, what, our fourth Halloween in a row. We were supposed to go, and... Rough uh, life, yeah, right? Right? Yeah. And this was on me. This was not on my beautiful wife. This was on me. This was some family stuff. I was trying to, to make the best choice. <laughs> you did good. But, as always, next year, the kid's getting old, be driving, should be all on her own. Hey, I'm just happy that this year it wasn't Jessica that was sick or something. Yes. It was you that did it. Though, I was going to go to Halloween, hopefully have, meet hot couples and possibly have sex, and I wound up sitting here watching football and having no sex. I like I lost on that. Your team won. Yes, yes. Oh, and it was a great week. Every game we watched was fantastic. <laughs> All right. So, now let's get the sex in the news. We I, Yes. Started with sick. We actually have some articles this time. We're going to uh, start. Um, I didn't print anything mm -hmm. off, and well, I didn't prepare very much, so I'm going to read off hey, my hey, phone. Read off your phone. We've got uh, a kinky competitor to Airbnb that lets travelers rent out dungeons. Any interest in renting out a dungeon? No, I'm not in the BDSM. Okay. Well, anybody who is uh, in, well, let's. Uh, there is a new company called Kink. Actually, I think it's about a year old. So there's a company out there called Kink BNB that is a sex-positive alternative to Airbnb. Uh, this business was inspired by a by an incident with some friends that were rejected when they tried to list their house on Airbnb. Uh, for some reason, when they sent in the photos, there were some sex toys in the photo, and they rejected. What? Why? No, that's a bonus. If I'm renting an Airbnb, which by the way, Airbnb has never let me rent anything from them. I have an account. Every time we've ever signed up for something that says it's open, I get rejected. <laughs> so something's wrong there. But at any rate, if I was going through the pictures and you see a sex swing in the closet, you're like, yes, this is the house I want. So if anybody's interested in renting a dungeon, go out to Kink. Airbnb, uh, like one, for this, they have a, uh, in British Columbia, 
Uh, a fully stocked seaside cabin with a naughty sex swing and a professional massage table. All right. That's something out there if you're interested. So uh, I don't know if a professional massage table is really kink, but it's out there. Unprofessional if you have like the hole for your head and then the hole for your head. Yeah. It'd be kind of cool. Yes. So there we go. So anybody who's uh, looking to book a trip, try that out and let us know. And if you've tried that, let us know. Yes. <laughs> and I wonder if they'd have like a listing for like, you know, we have uh, four bedrooms, two baths, 12 person hot tub. Supposedly it's supposed <laughs> like, to even <laughs> come fully stocked with sanitized sex toys. And every, they only have like 12 or 15 places. Nope. <laughs> yeah, I would be worried like, are they like be wrapped in plastic? So, you, you know. Well, you put a condom over it. You put a condom over it before you use it. But or, not all toys you can probably... I mean, you can wrap it in saran I mean, I guess if you're using a, a dildo or a vibrator, you can put a condom in it. There's a lot of toys out there. What, what toy could you not put a condom over or wrap in I saran wrap? Unless they're providing you with a... Um, it's okay. Uh, I guess what's the, what's the one the guy uses? Oh, the pocket pussy. Pocket pussy? What, what's or the, the flashlight? The flashlight, yes. Flashlight. Which is based in Austin. Really? Yes. I did not know that. <laughs> Flashlight is based in Austin, Texas. Do you think they give factory tours? That might be a good thing for the poke roll next year. We need to actually check into this, Brandon. <laughs> it's their first day on Periscope. Hey! <laughs> Welcome to Periscope. Dirty, fun couple. Is that what it was? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Alright, and the next is 13 things every woman should know before trying butt sex. I like how they said butt sex, not anal. Well, I was reading the article. Anal, or I know some call it, uh, they don't like anal player, but they call it, what was it? Butt fun. Butt fun? Butt fun. I won't even call it <laughs> butt fun. Let's see here. Hang on. The 13 things? Number one has to be don't eat Mexican. <laughs> don't eat Mexican. <laughs> I believe that's it. There's certain foods you're supposed to eat before you do anal, and certain foods you're supposed to stay away from. So. Hot spicy food, probably. Not um, but the number one... I had Thai chili. What <laughs> sex? But it says here, a lot of women don't talk about anal because they think there's a stigma involved with it. Not around us. No. <laughs> but I'm going to think a lot of this that I'm going to read probably doesn't apply to our group. But we can make fun of it. That's right. But the number one thing women should do <laughs> to enjoy anal play is start on your own. I know this is something that Jay always encourages Andy, Angie to do, is start on her own and you come up back clean up. Yes. Yes. I like to come in when most of the work is done. <laughs> I like to be a designated hitter. I want to come in when, when they're going, oh, 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 and all I got to do is go, oh, and they go, oh, oh, oh. See, that's what I'm Tried. looking for. Pancakes every time. Yes. <laughs> and less effort. Yeah. Less, I'm going for the less effort. Uh, um... Number two is be specific when choosing your first toy for your butt play. So is that like you line up a bunch of guys and you're like, no, no. Actually, that might be too small. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jay. <laughs> I think, you know, don't go out and get the uh, gigantic, enormous butt plug. You know, that, big, that big fist. <laughs> That's we, right. <laughs> we were at, uh, what is it, Condom Sense, I think, in uh, Dallas on Northwest Highway. And they had this huge black fist. I don't know why it's black, but it was. I mean, it's bigger than this. And it's like that long. And I was over there and the guy, 
comes over to as I was looking at it because I was examining this because <laughs> it looked it weighed like twenty fucking pounds. I was like, holy crap! Damn, it's a workout just for the first time. He, he comes over and I was like, well, it had a little suction cup on the bottom of it. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I was like, is has anybody ever actually ordered this and got this? And the guy goes, a couple people have for like gag gifts. And he goes, and then last week a guy walked in, walked straight to it, picked it up. Grabbed a big thing of lube, walked up, sat them both on the counter, never said a word, didn't look embarrassed, <laughs> and walked out with it. And then he goes, that was the first time I saw a guy that I was like, that's going in his ass. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, okay, <laughs> I'm not into guys, but I would actually watch somebody shove that big son of a bitch in their butt. I would be like... <laughs> Holy crap! <laughs> I think it would hurt me just watching that happen. It, well, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it's kind of like a train wreck. It's just it's, it's horrible, but you can't look away. Uh, <laughs> number three, planning your uh, butt fun makes perfect. Spontaneity is not for butt play. Drunk right. butt sex equals no fun. Uh, actually, Angie would disagree with that completely. See, I was thinking that's the only time usually it's on the table is when some <laughs> alcohol's involved. Well, okay. For you, is it on the table or is it a demand? Um, when, currently she has started asking. Um, before it was just on the table. There's a certain level of drunkenness where it's not on the table. It's a demand. This is no longer a democracy where we can discuss what we're saying. It's, you're fucking my ass. I'm like, yes, ma'am. Does she allow you to get it all lubed up? Uh, except for that one time, yes. That one time, See, it was just a train wreck. You need to listen to an old episode to, to hear about it. It's happened, and it's like, like, it hurts. Yes, it, it hurts for a couple of days afterwards. It's like raw. It's like, yeah, it's because you tear the skin right if you've been circumcised. It, you have. Yes. I've seen it. <laughs> you tear the skin right around where it was circumcised. It like rubbed it. Like it's um like when your thighs rub together. It's chafing or whatever. So but I would think to enjoy Then you get a hard on like three days later and it tears it again a little bit. <laughs> You're like, yeah. Uh, I would think for any butt play, uh lube is is key. Yeah, lube is yeah. <laughs> Not spit either. No. You need lube lube. lube, lube. Real lube. What's that one that uh they're always silicone or whatever. What's a hidden swing? I always say. Oh, slick, slickwood. Slickwood, yes. Get you some slickwood. That's what hidden swing used to do. That's right. Get you some slickwood. Uh, communication is key. That's number four. Dialogue is a really good thing. Yes, you tell her, I'm going to put it in your butt. Don't just slide it in. <laughs> like, be pumping, doing doggy <laughs> style, and all of a sudden hit the wrong no hole. No surprise butt sex. That's right. No surprise butt fun. Let them know. Thank Let you. Them. I'm glad some people can still lie to us. Yes. <laughs> I enjoy being lied to. That's right. Whenever a girl tells me that I did a great job, I'm like, yeah, I don't ask questions. <laughs> yes, thank you. Uh, here's an interesting one. Come prepared with the right um, tools. Like, what tools did you ever... I thought that would just be the lube. The uh, lube would be one of the correct Condoms. Tools. Rag for cleanup. Yeah. Um, well, this even has... Tools? Uh, Viagra. Dildos. Viagra a strap-on. That would be two girls doing anal. One girl popping the other one in the butt. Strap on. <laughs> that 
be something to see. <laughs> see a girl give another girl surprise but that's right <laughs> god damn it Jill I'm sorry Jane he's lost the other uh, no, no, we only need to know the top ones that's right that's all that's important Brandon has broken his mind uh, let me see here nope number six hygiene is key Let's invite some people for you two. Uh, you need to switch people to girls. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't know what your idea for. <laughs> Especially you, on this topic. Yeah, you came in, <laughs> missed the beginning, <laughs> got confused <laughs> in what we're talking about. Like, mm. This is 13 keys for women to enjoy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, women. <laughs> hygiene is key. Yes, hygiene is very yes. key. Yes. Is Clean always up the area. Very clean, wear a condom. Although I did hear a male drag guy one time, or female, okay, fully dressed in drag, say that um, diarrhea is just a water-based lube. That's gross. Yes, that's just, that's, I don't even, you can't come any more than, that's just nasty. That's that just, was, it was funny as hell. <laughs> Angie would have vomished. <laughs> I'm over there going, Good point. Good point. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> Hershey Swartz comes to mind there. <laughs> yes. What you eat on the big day matters. Yeah. See? This is what As far as I go, eat normally and try to stay away from foods that may be stimulating intestinally. Yeah. Uh, no chili. No Indian food. Or barbecue. What's wrong with barbecue? barbecue? Yeah, no. Oh, no. We, we live in Texas. Barbecue is normal. That's just regular food. <laughs> Good foods to eat before butt sex is uh, salad. Blander the better. Bananas, rice, tofu, or fish. Tofu is never good to eat. That's what you say. I've never ate tofu, and if the only way I was going to get butt sex was to have to eat, eat tofu, then the, okay, okay. It's not going to work out. The person performing the butt sex? Yes. Not as worried but about what you're eating. Jessica's never going to eat uh, tofu <laughs> <Okay>. or fish. <laughs> Period. Now, she would eat some bananas and rice. She's had some clam recently. Oh. <laughs> I missed that one. I broke Brandon's brain. <laughs> That's right. like... She eat clams. I must. Where'd she go out? Leave without me. <laughs> I would have had some clams. <laughs> Try. Enemas uh, are a no go. Don't do an enema. It says if you're a beginner because you can wind up um, scarring or kind of irritating the area, rectal mm-hmm. area. So I imagine. Okay, have you ever done the sinus thing where you squirt the water in your nose to get empty your sinuses? Yes. Okay. After you do this. You always have like a little bit of water stuck back there. You always have a little bit of water stuck back there. Uh, and you know, like if you lean forward or something. So it'd be kind of funny if you did an enema. There's a little bit of water. Like, <laughs> you're humping away and then you're like, oh, what the hell was that? <laughs> She's squirting. Out of butt. <laughs> I'm a stud. <laughs> I made her ass squirt. <laughs> Number nine is start out small and slow. I never have a problem starting out small. It's very easy for me. This is where it's nice to be tagged in. You know, Brandon can get going and then he can tag me in. Yeah, but slow does not describe you. 
It said start out small and small. Slow. Yes. So I'm coming in for the bigger and faster. All right. Finishing up. There we go. See what tag team right there. As long as I got to start. Uh, tag you when you're finished. Number ten. Some number ten. Some positions are better for beginners. If you're usually grossed out by all this butt stuff, they uh, suggested starting out in a bathtub or shower. Um, mm. If you're in the shower, standing up and facing away from your partner is the best position. FYI. You should probably also not uh, have the guy laying down the first time you try it and sit on it. Because that gets all of it up in there really fast <laughs> and all right. the way. <laughs> uh, number 11, if you feel like you're going to poop, but you don't. But you won't. Sorry. If you feel like you're going to poop, but you, you will won't. feel like you're going to That's poop, right. but you won't. That's right. It'd be funny if they were wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hey, uh, like the first, but you know. Hey, Jill, there's something pushing back at me. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you have a small man up in there? <laughs> turtle, turtle. There <laughs> uh, were twelve. A little pain is okay. This goes back to that kink thing in the beginning. <laughs> a little pain is okay. That's right. No, a little pain isn't okay for me. <laughs> a scale of one to ten. A three or four should be about average for first time. Uh, number 13. Uh, you can have an orgasm from butt sex. I, I know I can. <laughs> yes. Uh, not, supposedly the women. Not in my butt. Oh, uh, the women. That's right. <laughs> you can get pancakes from uh, Sweet. In fact, you uh, have the G-spot orgasm from butt, butt sex. The bottom of the rectum corresponds with the top of the vagina. So, uh, there you go. So, awesome. Something to uh, strive for the next time you are doing the deed. <clears throat> now, who's ready for butt sex? That's right. I'll give you the address. Uh, please send pictures first. We'll make sure you're a female. <laughs> Our standards are pretty low, but the female is is paramount. Brandon, I'm gonna I'm gonna put you in a blindfold. Just tell you they are. <laughs> no, this goes back to the whole dark room <laughs> this and glory girl, hole. Yes, this girl's got a hairy ass. <laughs> go with it. Go with it, Brandon. Yeah. It's all good. Trust me, brother. Trust me. That's just, no, 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 no. Said so my standards are pretty low, but female is. Right there at the top. Um, Jay sent me this uh, survey here, so we'll go over. I don't think you read the survey, did you? No, I did not. Okay. Not at all. So I'll ask you these questions. Um, and as we are going over this, if you have any questions or comments, uh, feel free to uh, send them to uh, the Twitter where you're watching this. That's at what? At Everett Swingers? Yep. They should know that. If they're watching this. They're already on it. Go I ahead. found it by accident. So... This is, uh, these are people's top fears about sex. Okay. And I believe these are probably uh, top fears talking about new couples. And it's broken it down into uh, women and men. Do you know what the number one fear for uh, men is? That they're too small. No. That the partner that they're about to sleep with has an STD. I hardly ever worry about that. No. Because if I was worried about it, I wouldn't be having sex with them. Well, that's on this survey. Okay. For women, it's your partner won't wear a condom. STD, yeah. 
<laughs> that's not a fear. That's a demand. You just like um, you either wear one or you don't have sex. Uh, the number two. Mm -hmm. Guess Here, number two. Uh, I would still be that uh, I'm too small or size or something. Uh, your partner won't have an orgasm or be satisfied. So maybe the too small that kind of fits in. That's just normal, isn't it? <laughs> I think I still have that fear. So. <laughs> I'm just used to it at this point. Uh -huh. Hey, we start at the same time. It's really, you know, I get mine. You should be able to get yours. Yeah, right? It's a race. <laughs> uh, for women, it's your partner will have an STD. So that's our second fear. Uh, number three. I'm sticking with the same thing okay. until it pops up. <laughs> uh, number three is the condom will break and sex will result in an unintended pregnancy. Oh, God. I'm thinking that would probably be number two <laughs> for me, but... It'd be it would be number zero for me. I'm shooting blanks. Um, and for women, it's the same. It falls in three on both both men and women. That's their number third fear. Um, number four. I'm just gonna read through these because go ahead. It's not. Uh, you'll uh, for men. Their fourth fear is you'll ejaculate prematurely. Oh yeah. Hmm. Uh, for women, it's uh, your partner will find your naked body unattractive. They would never tell you at this point. They're already going to have sex with you. Yeah. If I told you they'd find you attractive, you wouldn't let me finish. <laughs> you probably wouldn't have took them home that night oh. or gone home with them. Oh, come on, every now and then somebody takes off their clothes and you're rather surprised. You're like, oh, okay, well, that that was hidden well, wasn't it? <laughs> That's why I always keep my clothes on until right point. <laughs> yeah, see? <laughs> so, yeah, you're right. I, I, <laughs> Don't give them time to back out. That's right. A little mystery there. They're in the bed. You're blocking the door. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, number five, your partner will find uh, for men. This is number yeah. five. Your partner will find your naked body unattractive. No. Where does this fall in your category? Just out of curiosity. Um, where, where were that in this list? Where were that? Would it be that high? Would it be fear? number five? No, not really. No, I, I, it would probably crack in the ten. I actually want people to find me attractive, but I don't. And I'm like, oh, that's, I've, I've accepted the way I look. I'm like, see, I didn't think, yeah, I didn't figure it even fall for you. So I was, as I'm reading this list, um, well, you want people to find you attractive. It's just, yes. I've accepted the fact that I got me a gut, and, uh, you know, and every now and then we're messing around with couples where the guy's got a fucking six pack, or he's like Wolverine and he's got, you know, all the fucking muscles. Ain't yes. a goddamn six pack, bastard. <laughs> so you just kind of accept it and move on. Yes. Ah. Uh, for uh, women, your partner will not take no for an answer. See, there's a lot of things over here. I'm like, I feel, they should be like demands. Yeah, well. Um, the wearing the condom, not taking no. Well, they're probably talking about, you know, single women playing with a guy. And they're just, you know, you're alone with him in a room. Now, shit can get dangerous. Yes, absolutely. Uh, number six. Uh, this would be higher on my list, personally. You won't be able to perform. It's a lot of for guys. That's not something I worry about. It's only happened to me twice, and I wasn't worried about it then, and then it did. And I was like, "Well, I don't know. say it's there." I would probably be, I would probably flip. It would be in the top five there. I worry about okay. If you're talking about me and Angie, that'd be like number one. I worry about not being ready for her when she, when she needs me to okay. be ready for. It's she's the one I actually have trouble with every now and then. Really? Yes. Huh. Because she's the only one I put pressure on myself to. Because I want to make her happy. <laughs> not that I don't want to make Aww, the other ones happy. You're so sweet. Let's all give an awe moment for Jay. Yeah, for having He's sex such a good with my guy. beautiful wife. That's yeah. right. 
Uh, for uh, women, your partner will not. Your partner <clears throat> will want to do something you're not comfortable with. Like that butt sex that we're talking about earlier. <laughs> can I put <laughs> without it without the condom? <laughs> can I put it in your butt? Uh, in the butt. <laughs> number seven for men. You are bad at sex. I'm assuming they're going to be nice enough not to tell me. <laughs> it's worked so far. <laughs> Brandon knows that's not the truth for him. Because I had a lovely young lady inform me that Brandon was really good. And I'm like, why are you telling me? <laughs> I'd like to hear that I was good. <laughs> but no, you're telling me that Brandon was good. And I appreciate you for passing that information on. <laughs> Uh, for women, number seven is the an embarrassing body function will occur during sex. Oh, a fart. Yeah, I'm worried about farting. <laughs> yeah, does that happen to you? I worry about farting sometimes because sometimes you just feel like you yes. really got to fart. <laughs> yes. Uh, number eight. I'm surprised this one is not higher on the list. Oh, wait, actually, I started play one time because I farted. Oh wait, wait, wait okay, we got to stop down. <laughs> we only got a few minutes okay, here. Hang on. We were in story. a room with a couple. This is like years ago when we first got started. And the other couple's on one bed, and me and Angie are on the other bed. Right? We'd all started getting a little undressed, but it all kind of stopped right where you were really taking off, you know, your underwear and everything. So I'm sitting there, and we're all talking. Somebody says something funny, and I laugh, and I let out the biggest goddamn <laughs> fart you could ever imagine. I mean, it was huge. It was loud. Angie jumped off the bed, jumped on the other bed with the other couple, and they all turned around and looked at me. And I was like, uh... <laughs> And then we all started laughing because, hell, it was hilarious. It's not something I had no purpose. But as she was already over there in their arms, they all started rubbing on each other. And then they all started getting naked. And I'm like going, oh, yeah, I'm going to do this every time. <laughs> See, I as have. you're telling me that story, I'm thinking, what a great Southwest Airlines commercial would be. <laughs> Only one to get away. <laughs> this would be perfect. I didn't want to get away after that, though. Everybody started having sex. It was pretty fun. <laughs> we were literally in that room for like three hours. Wow. We checked in. The same person that checked us in checked us out. We just leave the keys <laughs> all in the, our hair, the room. <laughs> all our hair was all messed up. It was funny. Unless it was one of those paid by the hour. Just I had hair in the room and just leave. That's what we, yeah. But still, they just, they saw all of us walk in, get the room. They saw all of us walk back yeah. out. <laughs> like, they know exactly what we did. That's right. Smiles on faces. Number <clears throat> eight for men. Your penis is too small. I just accept the fact that it is and move on. Probably not when you first started. I early on. Uh, actually, I I thought my penis was smaller earlier on. Oh, okay. Now I joke about it, but I actually know that it's not bad. That's right. It's served thousands of happy customers. Thousands? <laughs> I don't think I've served thousands of happy customers. <laughs> Hundreds of uh, Number eight for women: your partner won't have an orgasm or be satisfied. That's rare. Yeah. I would have thought that would probably be a little higher because I know that's something well, that men, Jessica worries about quite a bit. Well, men normally will start doing what they want to do to get themselves off. Yes. They're doing something. Women, on the other hand, will want a guy to do something and won't tell the guy what he needs to do to get them off. When, In fact, what the guy is normally worried about is getting you off. So what he really wants you to do is tell him exactly what you want him to do to get you off. Give him the roadmap. Yes. I'd have no problem if I was going to town and some girl reached up and smacked me. You're like, I need you to do this. And I'd be like, yes, I'm going to do that. That's right. It's only happened twice where I didn't want to go back afterwards. And that was because both of them wanted me to go really, really slow and gentle. 
You're not slow and gentle. I'm not very good at it. No. I'm willing to do it, but I probably won't be doing it again. <laughs> Number nine for men. <clears throat> Your partner will think you are inexperienced. I don't care if she thinks I'm inexperienced. <laughs> actually, that'd actually be helpful because then she'd actually tell you what to do because sure. she thinks you're inexperienced. Uh, for women, number nine is you won't have it. They won't have an orgasm or be satisfied. It's sad that that's like their number nine because it's probably going to happen that way. Yes. Wow. And uh, number ten, it will be awkward after sex for guys. They're worried about this. How do you get them out? That's right. <laughs> Huh, I called you a cab. It'll be here in about ten minutes. <laughs> Thank God we're done. <laughs> uh, I'll text you in a few days. Uh, number ten for women, they're bad at sex. I've only had one that was just I, okay. I don't. I haven't been with thousands of women. I've been with a number. I, I don't know what it is. It's it's up there at this point. But I've only had one that was just really, really, really bad at sex. Even the ones that had to go slow. They weren't bad at sex. They knew what they needed, and they told me. And I don't want to hurt them, so I was fine with that, you know? But the one that was really bad just laid there. I mean, I literally could have been having sex with a dead body. It was... Oh, wow. That's horrendous. I think I haven't had anybody that's been bad at sex yet. But I've had some that are bad kissers, and that will throws me off of my... I mean, because you're like... That would be my number one fear. I think I'm horrible at kissing. I have no idea. I think I'm horrible at kissing and going down on women. I don't think I'm good at it. So, it bothers me. Yeah, I mean... I've never had anyone tell me I'm bad, but I've never had them tell me I'm good either. So I've never either. It's just something <laughs> in my head. I don't know. All right, Brandon, we got to say goodbye and yes. uh, tell people how to contact us. Me is Average Swingers... At Average Swingers on this. And, and then you can email me... At, at, wait, damn it. You can email me average swingers at yahoo.com. Brandon, what you got? And you can uh, find uh, me at uh, at BJ Fun Couple. It's B underscore J Fun Couple on Twitter. Or you can uh, email us at B underscore J Fun Couple at yahoo.com. Um, we do have a couple of uh, events coming up November the 10th. C and D from Swinging Down Under will be here. We are very excited. Yes. We're going to be at Colette's. We have the VIP area. I think it's full at this point, but come to the club, you're still going to meet us because we don't hang out in one area anyways. So no, we're always we'll be all around. around the club. And if we are in the, the VIP area and you're there and you want to say hi, stick your damn head to the VIP area and say, hey! We're going to be like, hey! They will. Yes. What you, and you can what come you say hi to uh, me or my lovely wife. Um, come say hi to us because we'll be there hanging out um, we have a, our next uh, meet and greet December 1st um, it'll be at Baker Street uh, December yeah, December 1st at Baker Street Pub at 8pm um, then we'll be doing our next live show in two weeks November 16th for our 8th episode it'll probably be just as bad as this one but please come back and join <laughs> <laughs> alright thank you all for joining us and remember life is short party naked Later. <laughs> uh, I gotta thank uh, whoever does our music, who I forgot. That's good enough. Oh, you can go to our website and sign up for Cassidy or SDC and get a couple, some time free to try it out. Should do that. All right. And uh, oh, Beats by JC, who does the music. All right. Bye, Brandon. Bye, Jay.
Well, this is Bob from Bob and Tess, Couples Cruise, and Naughty New Orleans. Just remember, folks, life is short. Party naked.